Hey there, it's Kelly from Zinimi. Before we get started on today's episode, I want to invite you to one of our greatest trainings ever. It's how to build and grow a profitable solo or group practice sustainably. All you got to do is check it out at zinimi.com slash podcast. All right, on to our episode. Houston, Texas area. We'll just say Houston area. <laughs> yes, that's good enough. Right. Uh, she's a boot camper and she is a couples therapist who we've known for years. And I'm really excited to share her story with you, especially right now during COVID and the pandemic. This is not Erica's first rodeo through crisis and disaster. Um, so how did we first meet? I'm trying to think. How long ago was it? It's been a minute. Um, 2015? Okay. Where were you at in your practice then? So I had not started my practice yet. I had, um, I was working a contract job and then trying to build my website at night, not knowing <laughs> like literally anything. So I uh -huh. had like a couple hours every night, um, just kind of put that together. And then I did all the free trainings uh -huh. and then I was like, well, I might as well set it up the right way <laughs> to start with. So that's why I decided to invest in boot camp so that I could have all my processes in place and not make it harder on myself later. So initially when you started, what were some of the biggest lessons for you that made a difference in your trajectory to where you are today? Well, I really identified with the concept of niching, like right from the beginning, um, which I think is something I gained from boot camp. And so um, actually even from the free trainings, like I was yeah. like, I bought into that idea. And I think that helped a lot because then people started knowing who to send your way right from the beginning. And it, um, you kind of stood out, I think that way. Yeah. Uh, Tell a little bit about your niche. So then I was really focused on infertility, which I still do a lot of work around that. Um, and then I've, I work with couples and I've always worked with couples. So mm -hmm. high conflict couples, I <laughs> used to get a lot. Um, mm -hmm and still do that work. But I really like working with couples who are going through infertility or going through postpartum um, mm -hmm. issues, new parents, things like mm -hmm. that. And then, as you know, I'm adding minimalism in kind of a different direction and working through how I'm going to integrate that. Yeah, that's uh, the new kind of like addition. And I think that's the cool part to have known you for so long and to have watched you grow and to add and morph and change as you personally change and grow too. And adding those passions into your practice has been really beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So, oh, before we hopped on this live, I was just saying how I remember your last crisis. <laughs> And in our webinars, we've been sharing with people about how we've helped people through recessions and other kinds of crisis. And for you, it was a hurricane. So do you want to share a little bit about when that was and what happened? Yeah, so um, that was Hurricane Harvey would be August 2017. Mm -hmm. And so um, it was a hard time. Like I... I didn't perceive myself to be necessarily in an emergency, which you helped me <laughs> later see a little bit differently. Um, but, you know, there was one day I, we were stuck inside um, my neighborhood. We were stuck inside like seven days. Mm -hmm. I think it was around maybe day three or four. I was going a little 
stir crazy and feeling really helpless. And I remember posting into the boot camp group, into the community saying, you know, it's it's quite the experience seeing every, the rest of the country kind of doing what they were doing, going back to school and mm. eating lunch and going to restaurants. And, you know, we're in this like major crisis. Mm-hmm. And, and I described just kind of the emotional state I was in, just, mm. you know, kind of struggling with that idea. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you hopped on and, and said immediately, hey, how can we help? How can we um, like take tangible steps to help the community or help you or help your business? Right. And then I remember you and I hopped on a call. And one of the things I remember from that call is you were talking about having savings and an emergency fund. And I <laughs> said to you, this is an emergency. This is what you've been preparing for. Cause you're like, I might need to use my emergency fund and this is terrible. And I was like, but that's why it's there. <laughs> exactly. Right. And I tell that story all the time. Cause I was really like, well, I have money, but like, I, you don't touch it. <laughs> you were like, except when your whole world is turned upside down by a hurricane. I mean, cause for those of you who don't know, that was a very devastating hurricane, a lot of deaths. And it took, I mean, to be honest, having been in Houston recently, recently, it still feels like it's not totally <laughs> recovered from it per se. Like, yeah. And so having gone through that, how does that impact you now? Yeah, I've really drawn a lot, um, gone kind of back to that experience during this experience. So it's actually helped me so much just feel more secure, right? That things are going to be okay. Um, I was also seven, I don't know how many months, very pregnant. Oh, yeah, you were pregnant. <laughs> I forgot about that. You were pregnant yeah, during I, this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, during Harvey. And so, um, you know, I had, I wasn't taking on new clients mm-hmm. already because I was only going to have six weeks or something left till maternity leave. Um, so my caseload was just dwindling, dwindling. And I think when I came back, I had two clients the first week that I came back. Um, and I really viewed that as I'm going to have to start over from scratch. That was the thought process I had. Mm. But then, you know, I kind of realized, no, I'm not starting over from scratch. I already have my website. I already have my messaging. I already know how to get clients and how to work with people. And um, I'm not starting over. I'm just starting from where I am. You're right. <laughs> Yes. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's helped me now like mm-hmm. to feel like, okay, even if we, you know, drop in our caseloads or even if um, we're just trying to figure out everything that's happening, like it's all going to be okay. Right. I mean, what have you done in this case with working with couples to help them navigate moving to a virtual space? Yeah, we've had to extend a lot, a lot of grace and be really creative. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, depending on the age of people's kids or how that's all working. Um, you know, I've, we had people, Hey, it's okay to let your kids play on the iPad for an hour or watch a movie or be on Disney plus or whatever it might be like for the time that we're doing the session, you may need to go to your cars again, depending on the age of, you know, your kids, make sure they're safe. Um, <laughs> don't leave the infant in the house. <laughs> yeah, don't leave your two-year-old in the house. <laughs> Let's not be smart. Right. We get that. Okay. <laughs> But um, yeah, we just, and then, you know, working in different time chunks. So we may need to do 30 minutes here and 30 minutes later in the week. Um, But there's just like lots of ways that we can be flexible. Yeah. And I think 
To, uh, that is the creativity and the innovation piece of being in private practice versus if you're in an agency, <laughs> you're going to kind of lock to their rules. And now you get to think outside the box with these couples, which I think that was the lesson from the first crisis was like trying to think at like, how do we work around? So I remember, I can't believe I'm remembering this call with you as we're talking because I have a terrible memory. Miranda has to remember everything for us, um, <laughs> literally. But I remember us talking about like, what are some things you can do so that as you go, you're moving into maternity leave, because it wasn't like I need to get more clients in the midst of this. It was how do, how do I not totally feel destroyed and how to keep movement. And so you had like pre-created some content and things like that to kind of float you through um, this time until you came back to where you could really focus in right when you started. So it's like you were already starting to think of like, okay, what are the solutions and the ways to think outside of the box then? You know, I remember like those wheels starting to turn once it was like, oh, this isn't the end. Hey, it's Kelly. Are you enjoying today's episode? There is so much more to starting your private practice. That's why we created Business School for Therapists. It's our lifetime access business building program created especially for you and all the future stages of practice that you are going to go through. If you're ready to join a community that supports you, that to have access to a massive library of private practice trainings covering everything from creating your vision to setting your fee to getting you legally covered and more, this is for you. Simply go to bit.ly slash therapist business school to get started. Yeah. And I feel like, felt, so. yeah, yes. yes. Yeah. It was, a, I, yeah, I, rem, I remember like how devastating it was. I mean, just like physically people losing, you, you know, your family like lost things and all of that. And I think um, what I've seen in you this time is a quickening to those solutions, like the more ease and comfortable of like, hey, we work, like you said, extending way more grace. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So I I think first and foremost, your your clients still need you in the midst of this. Yes. That's important. And it's about being flexible and creative in the way that we show up for them in a way that can still serve them. What do you what are some of the other things you think help kind of crisis proof your practice? We talked a little bit about emergency savings. Yeah, that was helpful. Yeah. Anything else you can think of? Yeah, I think it's um, not focusing so much on your numbers, like right mm -hmm. at first, um, and trying to find new clients or, or letting fear kind of take over and then uh, making too many concessions in your business model. Mm. Um, me, <laughs> that's important. Mm. I think that's such a great. Oh, I love the way you say it, not making concessions in your model. Right. So not yeah, being reactive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so can you give an example of something that you wanted to do but didn't? Like what would have been a reaction that you're like, okay, no, we're not going to do that yet? Yeah, I I don't know that I've done a lot this time, but I know like during Harvey, I was, you know, had in my head, everybody's going to, nobody's going to have any money, <laughs> right? Which everybody's going to have to rebuild their house. Um 
which a lot of people did, right? But not, no, like not everybody. (laughs) And not everybody lost their income either, right? So I think it's taking like, you know, that basic anxiety restructuring kind of idea of what's the evidence, like Mm -hmm. what's the evidence that, you know, nobody's going to be able to afford our services. um, And it's, you know, it's not accurate. Right. Yeah. Assumption, like creating a business based on assumption is never... Never a good idea. No. Well, you can try it, but it's pretty exhausting because there's so many things to assume. And I, I do remember that feeling from you when the hurricane hit of like, now I, I'm, you had like already assumed no one would want to continue to work. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So have you, seen, um, have you seen Tiger King by chance? Yes, I have. <laughs> Am I allowed to admit that on here? <laughs> I mean, yes, but <laughs> there's the part where, you know, the, the employee gets her arm like yes. mauled, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, he's standing there and he's like, I'm never going to financially recover from this. That's true. <laughs> that's a good meme for COVID and therapy practices. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how I felt really, you know, mm-hmm. last time. Like that's mm-hmm. how I felt like I'm, I'm, this is the end. My practice is over. <laughs> Yes. Right. And I think that's the thing about any crisis when it immediately hits, it feels that way. But then as you go through it, dust starts to settle and you get a new sense of where things are. And like your area didn't recover immediately after seven days. Let's just be clear. It wasn't like seven days and things are good. It took a while before buildings were operational. Um, All these things. I mean, there are still houses that have not been fixed. Um, So you know, it's, it wasn't like some immediate recovery and done either, which we don't anticipate this to be that either. Is it, you know, in end of May, man, that would be nice that this is just all over, you know, kind of thing. But I think I just love learning from you and, and sharing your story with people because it is so important, like having that emergency savings, not being reactive remembering that it's not all or nothing and that not everybody can't do therapy now. Not everybody's going to like lose their job and, you know, all these kinds of things uh, kind of balancing that and just starting from where you are and not being reactive to numbers and instead focusing on being of service and being flexible. Yeah. Those are great lessons. And I mean, you're a boot camper. So what do you what do you think you're going to use bootcamp for? Because the next live round is in eight, this month. So what do you think is the focus for you this month as you kind of delve back in or deeply to your business? I know you're always working on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, for me, it's probably going to be website um, because I am planning to add a clinician later in the year. Mm-hmm. And so we're, it's, it's going to be redone. Mm -hmm. awesome oh I can't wait to see it and I love that you're still planning for the future I think that that's important too in the midst of crisis yeah to not lose sight to not get stuck in this is how it will always be yeah I agree and it kind of keeps you moving in a productive way Mm -hmm. instead of like kind of getting sucked into all that fear and anxiety and Mm -hmm. all the rest of it yeah so for anyone out there who's thinking about doing boot camp what do you, would you say that to them if they're on the fence about like, should I do this or not? 
yeah, I would definitely say do it. <laughs> like it's, it's the best um, decision I made for my business. And, you know, and just, uh, I think one of the benefits I've seen too during this time is the community. Um, and I commented to one of my friends who's, who didn't do boot camp, but that in some of the other therapy groups, um, don't want to criticize any groups, you know, in particular, no, but, but yeah. Yeah. I, I felt that, um, they haven't been as as supportive and as um, helpful as the boot camp group, and and I sort of was commenting to her that it's really the only group I feel there's not been like all this other extra stuff or adding to anxiety or um, you know emotions are high or or some judgments that have been going on. And boot camp really never has that. Like it's very, hey, here's my question, and people like let's get it done. Yeah, let's, let's get it done. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She was asking me, why do you think that is compared to some of these other groups? And, I, and you know, we, we talked about, I think it's the culture that was set up from the beginning in boot camp. That, mm -hmm. That's not what we're here for. We're here right. to make our businesses and our lives like the best that they can be. Yeah. And that the cheering, like we need to be positive and it's not out of being fake or unreal, but it's out of being right. supportive, but also challenging. People will challenge you and say, hey, oh, yeah. are you sure that's, yeah. you know, but it's, it's, it's only in the best interest of buoying up each other because when we take care of each other, we take care of mental, the mental health community. We're taking care of our clients. Like everybody wins. Um, and so I love having you in the community. I love how you've vulnerably have shared what you've gone through. I just remember that crisis so much um, and its impact on me as a coach too. Um, and Miranda and I walking along, side what you know we had houston and miami clients all really impacted by that um florida and and stuff and that's why we want to help therapists be prepared regardless financially prepared but also mentally and emotionally prepared to handle whatever comes your way did i ever think that would include a global pandemic no but the principles still apply you know, of everything you shared that you learned from the hurricane, it still is applying here. And yeah, absolutely. and I am so grateful um, to have you in the community and to share your story and to just share these lessons. And this is the value. This is what you get when you're in boot camp is this kind of stuff too. So thank you, Erica, for sharing. If they want to check, if people want to check you out, what's your website? ericalltherapy.com. Awesome. Erica with a K. Oh, yes. That's a good clarification. Yes, with a, K. <laughs> with a K. So if you guys have questions about boot camp, if you have questions about coping in the crisis with, with what's going on in your practice, um, post them below and we'll be happy to respond. But also know this, Erica is not just an exception. She does do amazing work and she works hard on her business. But we really believe that um, we all can survive this. And I hope that you're encouraged by Erica's story because I know I am and, um, and other boot campers who are sharing as well. And we'd love to have you join us. All right, until next time. Thanks, Kelly. Bye. I hope you loved today's episode. If you're a therapist who's tired of those long hours, low pay, and constantly battling burnout, don't forget our free video training designed just for you on how to build and grow a sustainable, 
profitable solo or group practice, head over to zinimi.com slash podcast to check it out today. Until next time.